Here First is sponsored by UCS Healthcare, proudly delivering healthcare services across Iowa, specializing in mental health, substance use disorder treatment, and medical care with a special focus on LGBTQIA plus healthcare. More at ucsonline.org. Today is Thursday. It is the 23rd of February. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Michael Leland. Iowa lawmakers have advanced a bill that would allow health care providers and facilities to refuse to perform certain medical procedures and other functions if it conflicts with their religious beliefs. IPR's Natalie Krebs has more. The bill would allow health care providers and facilities to refuse to perform or refer patients for medical procedures, surgery, treatment, counseling, or prescribe medication that would violate their religious beliefs or moral convictions. Opponents of the bill say its broad language could result in wide-ranging discrimination against patients. Laura Hesberg is with the Iowa Coalition Against Domestic Violence. She's concerned the bill doesn't even require doctors who object to make a referral. Everyone as people has moral and religious beliefs. And there's a balance you strike in doing that when you become a health care provider. And one of the balances in doing that is the referral. And by limiting and taking that out of here, this, this is actually unconscionable. Senator Jeff Taylor, a Republican from Sioux Center, supported the bill, saying it offers additional protections to providers' freedom of religion. Blind Iowans are telling lawmakers they're worried that part of the governor's plan to streamline state government would lead to worse services for the blind community. The director of the Iowa Department for the Blind is currently chosen by the Commission for the Blind. Governor Reynolds' bill would change that. Molly Severn is the lobbyist for the governor's office. With this proposed legislation, the director will now be appointed by and serve at the pleasure of the governor and will be subject to Senate confirmations. Confirmation. If Iowans currently perceive a government official to be accountable to the governor, that official should be. Iowans who are blind say the director should be chosen by people who understand blindness. They say Iowa's services for the blind are nationally recognized and fear what would happen to those services if the next director of the department doesn't truly understand their experiences. The Senate committee has advanced the governor's bill. The House is still working through subcommittee hearings. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott is the latest potential Republican presidential candidate to come to Iowa over the last week. IPR's Clay Masters reports the visits come a year ahead of Iowa's first-in-the-nation Republican caucuses. Hello, Iowa! Senator Tim Scott was the featured speaker at a fundraiser for the Polk County Republicans last night. The only black Republican lawmaker in the U.S. Senate told the crowd that Democrats are using race as a wedge issue to divide the country. If you wanted to ruin America, your blueprint would be to first challenge the patriotism of our nation. And you would teach people that our founding fathers were oppressors. Scott also toured a Catholic school in Des Moines and spoke at Drake University. He declined to confirm to reporters whether he's made a decision to run for the Republican presidential nomination in 2024. Fellow South Carolinian Nikki Haley, who has announced she's running, was in Iowa earlier this week. And the Iowa Supreme Court heard arguments yesterday in a case that looks to force the governor to comply with the state's open records law within a certain time frame. Journalists with the websites Bleeding Heartland and Iowa Capital Dispatch say they had to sue Governor Kim Reynolds to receive records related to her response to the coronavirus pandemic. An attorney for the state told justices the case should be dismissed because her office was busy with other things during the pandemic. Thomas Story is an attorney with the ACLU of Iowa. He says that was never told to reporters. None of that ever happened. They were simply ignored, and they were going to be ignored, it is clear, unless and until they filed suit. 
That's why the production happened within 18 days after suit. The state claims there is no deadline in the law for the governor to fill records requests and that it would violate the separation of powers for the court to create one. The Supreme Court will make a ruling in this case later on in the year. You're listening to Here First from IPR News. I'm Michael Leland. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.